This is a Detail Podcast. We wanted to begin this episode with a special announcement. You may have already heard Drink and Geek Out was recently purchased by Vought International, which means there will be a few changes going forward. First off, this Vaughtcast will now be referred to as Drink in Geek Vaught. Don't worry, we will continue to drink beer and geek out, but all the beer will now be provided by Anheuser Vaught. For example, today on the show, we will be drinking Vaughtweiser and Vaught Light. And when we geek out, we will talk exclusively about material from Vought Studios, Vought Comics, and Vought TV. Thank you for being a loyal subscriber. Now, get ready to drink up and geek Vought. Welcome to Drinkin' Geek Vod, a show where we drink beer and geek vod. I am your host, Dustin with no superpowers. I just work here, leave me alone. <laughs> and alongside me is... This is Saf with the temporary V. And alongside me is... Keith, I'm the voice of Vod. And along with me is... Baby Pale Laser Eyes. <laughs> I don't know, that's all the best I got. It feels like every time there's a situation for pale to be baby pale, it's baby pale time. <laughs> every time. Today's episode is featuring beer from Indiana City and Hop River, and we're talking about Amazon Prime's The Boys. All right, we have the Indiana City uh, Brewing Company, one of our one of the favorites, uh, slipping down the list because two times moved down to Indianapolis, so it's a little hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the Ferrets Breathing Fire, or Fire Breathing Ferrets. And we thought this was perfect for the episode because this seems like something that would be on the fucking show. Yes. Ferrets that breathe fire. Like, <laughs> but season eight, maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we had deadly flying squirrels in season three. That's true. So why not fire breathing ferrets in season four? Well, I'll, uh, I'll email Amazon and be like, hey, we need this. <laughs> It is 7.5% ABV, and there are no IBUs because Indiana City doesn't ever release those, so we'll be playing our favorite game. Guess the IBU. That was so the can good. is Doodle Crew, so this is already a 5 out of 5 on can oh, yeah. design. Incredible can. It's so cool. It's literally yeah. just ferrets everywhere, breathing fire. Upwards of 20 of them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11, 12? I count 12. Yeah, I don't... Now, with fire-breathing ferrets, and fire on beer would elude something like it's going to be spicy? Yeah, you would think there would be, like, peppers or yeah. something involved, but... You would think, but there isn't. Hmm. <laughs> the Doodle Crew cans have nothing to do with the beer. That, just, uh, that's fun. true. I didn't... Yeah, it's a Doodle Crew. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but you would still think, right? They, they could easily, yeah. but they yeah. don't. They're like... Hey, can we get a crazy good, but fire or spicy? Or let's say this is going to be a spicy beer. So give us something spicy related. They're like, how about fire breathing ferrets? They're like, fucking do it. Let's go. Perfect. (laughs) Then the sumo mermaids would be like a salty beer. Yeah. And the salamanders would be very slimy. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, still, it's five out of five, six out of five, seven out of five. Perfect score. Five out of seven. <laughs> I- Can says it is double dry hopped hazy IPA with citra, mosaic, and amarillo mm-hmm. hops. It's an all cryo hop too. Mm, yeah. I skipped that for no reason. That's about it. So it's exciting. I just get hyped for these cans. It's gorgeous. It's it's even kind of like comic booky looking because they've got it's almost got the pointillism if you look at it reflected. How the like the dots in the art like a com- old school comic book. As for the beer color, it is on the lighter side of life in the top five maybe. Yeah. So it looks like um, tapped. Yeah, definitely. Like f- just by first glance, my first thought was Pichu Pale. <laughs> like it's that light. I was gonna go with your favorite. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah, the hairy snitch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe just you know different lighting arrangements. Yeah, probably I can go with a three on this one. I'm okay with that. I don't have a sound for that. I could look up one, but I don't want to waste the time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like um, Sherlock Holmes when uh, the the lady, the woman, takes his phone and puts like a moan signal every time she texts him. It moans. <laughs> That'd be the Harry Sitch. <laughs> I was just gonna go to the do 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 do. Oh, do, do, do. Gonna... <laughs> all right. So this one on the nose is very bright yeah that's what i was Hmm. that's actually the word i was gonna go with it's like very uh summery kind of smelling like fruity light vivacious what what kind of fruits are you getting like a citrus or berry fruits pretty broad like a a melon or a mango like that yeah Maybe a little bit of like tropical fruits, like mm-hmm. a yeah, tropical okay. fruit medley, um, mangoes, um, whatever those papayas. Right. Oh yeah, papaya, um, pineapple. That'd be my guess. And the 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 color suggests that you know the the color of like tropical oh, yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'd be my guess. Papaya. Papaya. I'm already starting to drink mine because it's calling my name. Chef. <laughs> drink me, please. That's my super ability. I can hear Communicate with beer. And they all say drink me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the flavor, there's literally no bitterness to this. No, it's like juice. Yeah. This mother is dangerous. <laughs> I can't put it down. Yeah. I definitely get the the tropical fruit medley that you would get from like a tropical cup. So the solid, you know, solid flavors you would get from like the papaya or like the mango or the 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 pineapple. Not so much the coconut, but, you know, things like that you would get inside like a cup that you would get like one of those mm-hmm. gold yeah. cups and just kind of eat that out and then like drink the juice afterwards or like a tropical punch. It's very yeah, not specific, but you know exactly what that flavor is. Yeah. You're still getting like citrusy, of course. So that kind of makes more sense in the citrus hops in there. will do that. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of like a tinge at the end, like a hoppy, bittery tinge, but uh, it's kind of like the expected. You're drinking a beer. Here's going to be something that you're going to get. But like the upfront flavor is just fantastic. There's just juice. Yeah. Mm. There's not that burn you get with some of these beers. It's just like a sweet, juicy deliciousness with a slight hoppy finish. I'm very jealous. (laughs) All of these guys are very good. You can't go wrong with the Doodle Crew. It's like an upper 20 as well. In the the IBUs? I'll go along with that. Yeah, upper 20s. I I don't know yet on the number, but it's definitely not that bitter. It's delicious. You guys tell us about Untapped, and I'll try to come up with a IBU. Sure thing. On Untapped, out of 401 check-ins, 338 ratings, the average score coming out to be a 3.87. I Too low. have one friend who is currently drinking this, who had it on draft, and I'm very curious to see if that is going to change. Stay tuned. I had one friend as well, and I cannot say anything about that check-in. I wonder who this mysterious friend is. Who is is this? Who do we all share? (laughs) I do love the description of the beer. Pale, did you see that? Like When you guys check in and the people pick the the different details. Grapefruity. (laughs) Yes. Grapefruity was not the thing that came to mind on the I know. That's what made me say it. I'm like, <laughs> somebody thought it was grapefruit. It doesn't know what grapefruit tastes Pale, like. Hell, did you check this in? <laughs> that might have. That was my burner account. Seth, <laughs> did you say you had a couple of friends? One was you and one was Bill. Cruz Ginger. Oh, Bill. But I didn't. I, I went to check in, so I don't actually see what his says. Oh, he got himself a four. Uh, I have Doyle Doyle. Buddy boy. Doyle Doyle. He is in love with me and my wife's check-ins. He, he always toasts her. He doesn't toast me as much. But maybe because <laughs> Allison actually puts words. Mm. Words. <laughs> That'll get you the P- likes. Pictures. Pictures. Words. You know, <laughs> things like that. Something to like besides someone checking in a beer. Yep. Uh, but you don't know if they like it or not, so it's exactly. hard to say. <laughs> yeah. He gave it a four. He said, uh, Hank Williams the third, cheers to great music. Oh, yeah. And then he did a couple like pool parties that he was at, and he gave it four each time, and he had it there uh, one other time. And then I have an Aaron B. Uh, drank it at the Indiana City, and it said, very smooth. These ferrets are really cuddle buddies, and gave it a four and a half. <laughs> we should all send Doyle Dia friend request. Because he's the most recent guy to actually drink this. Because he shows up on the all from August 18th. Yeah, he is. He's good people. Well, scrolling through, not a whole lot of people saying much, but besides very nice trivia night. I don't give a shit. What's the beer taste like? <laughs> Somebody put yester beer. So I certainly hope that wasn't sitting out, but. I mean, I've done that before. <laughs> Forgot to check it in. Be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this beer. Solid post. I did find a good one. Yeah. Um, Tom S says, "Dry hop blend in the double dry hop style, 
juicy, citrusy, and smooth shifting to piney and a dry finish. A great thirst quencher for fire-breathing ferrets are those in Indy in 90-degree temps. Mm-hmm. You gave it a four out of five. Would this be Ooh. a good beer like in hot on like a hot summer day? No. <laughs> I wouldn't think so either. <laughs> it's going to dehydrate you, but it's going to feel good uh, going down. Yeah. If it's nice, ice, icy cold. Yeah. So, so correction. It will taste delicious on a 90 <laughs> degree yeah. day. It's going to hit the spot, but it's going to make you... Not recommended. Yeah. You're going to want some water along with it. Yeah. yeah. You're actually going to have to subscribe to the one glass of beer, one glass of water in that situation. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, it feels quenchy. <laughs> quenchy. quenchy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. Not to, not to poo-poo all over that idea that, no, this is not a very good beer when it's 100 degrees outside. <laughs> because think, beer is not. <laughs> I think Quenchy is a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, it's Quan Chi, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> That's Deadly Alliance, Quan I'm glad you knew my reference, though. Yes, that was great. I, um, I loved it. <laughs> I immediately thought of uh, a Rick and Morty character, Quan Chi. Uh. <laughs> oh, squanchy! You're squanching up in here. You're squanching all over the place. That sounds like Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yeah, it won't mean the same. <laughs> There's oh. only like two voices on that. Show. I know. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> we really stepped in it now. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. Just drinking an IPA. I'm too underage to drink right now. Yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot other check-ins in here. I got my check-in ready to go. Do you? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. All right. I will kick it off since I already got it written and I'm just about to hit check-in. I gave it a four and a half out of all those fives. It's almost perfect. But uh, I said, I love the Dual Crew brews. They never steer me wrong. Great juicy flavor with a low bitterness factor. And my IBUs would be around 27, which is Batman. With his first appearance as Detective Comics number 27. I swear to God. Swear to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good one. (laughs) Swear to God. Swear to me. All right. Where Uh, is she? (laughs) We should do a watch along to that again. (laughs) <laughs> Relive that movie. Would, it's probably it too long. So so good. I think it's a two and a half hour movie. Ah. Um. <laughs> Toss that. All right. I can't <laughs> Keep my check in. I'm giving it a four and a half. If I don't, I, the only honestly, and this is, I guess, petty. The only thing that really would like boost this up for me is if there was a hint of spice to it. Yeah, that's what I think. That's why I gave it. Just not yeah. a perfect score because I was like, hey, put some heat in here so the f- name makes more sense. Right. It's it's very it's tasty. Um, I think maybe give it a little bit more body that would make it a little bit more because this is kind of loosey goose. It's very thin. It's bright. Uh, when it comes to like a hazy, I guess it hits the mark with the haziness, but it's not heavy. I kind of want it to be like heavy um, or more flavor and then spicy. I think it would be like yeah. just absolutely fantastic. But the, the flavor is great. I love tropical fruits. 
uh I'll, you know i think the heaviness is good on my end but i do my i do the roll and i i store all my beers on their side so yeah like that it'll give a different yeah uh, maybe. pour mine just feels light like you know light and breezy so i don't know all right let's hear from the other boys easy breezy other right. boys I'll, I'll talk about it keith <laughs> you just sit back and relax relax <laughs> contemplate and listen just yeah you do you do the shutting up this time <laughs> yeah, you just shut your mouth <laughs> you just shut your mouth <laughs> we are drinking lasers in the dark by hop river brewing lasers in the dark is a dry hopped black lasers with a roasty resinous finish coming at coming in at 6.2 percent abv IBUs, I'm assuming, are not Team available right now. So that's part of the game. We get to decide what the IBUs are. And then we submit it to the brewery, and then they, they have to put it on the label. <laughs> they have to put it on the <laughs> And they have to give us credit. It's official. It's official. It's official. We started it. So <laughs> <laughs> they have to add this as a source in the footnotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have to mention our podcast. Mm-hmm. With our website. So the can is a black label. It's got a very uh, metallic, like kind of like a holographic like look to it. Um, silver, silverish chrome text. It says lasers in the dark, black IPA. Sort of Star Wars font almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an 80s lasers. Get the, Tron. The it's very Tron, Tron, yes. Tron vibe, yeah. Even better. What's With that the, animal? Is, it's well, a, yeah, because the original, we should say, the OG is oh. lasers in the jungle. And it always, that's a purple can, and it has the tigers um, on either side. So now it's lasers in the dark. So it's got a little space background. It's got some stars up here at top. And there's like little specks. You can't really see it. Obviously, the camera's not going to pick it up very mm-hmm. much, but... There's tiny like little specks like stars. Yeah. I saw that in the Black Panther movie. <laughs> yeah, we, we should mm-hmm. change that tiger to a panther. Ooh, panther. that'd be cool. Or a leopard. I think a leopard would still work. Uh, yeah. I think it's a tiger because it looks like it has stripes. And tigers have stripes. Leopards have spots. So. Yeah, I, can't really I, could, tell your, I don't really tell in your can. I don't yeah, know. I just yeah, see I a cat. I could also see it as like a jaguar Me. because like the, like the stripes jaguar. don't go like all the way across the body. Like they're That's kind true. of, I don't know if you if you can like pull it up on on tap or something. It's they're like kind of short stripes, so maybe like. More I jaguar. pulled it up on Untapped, and the first check in was lasers in the jungle. Jeez, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well, the Hop River crowd is the old people. Not mostly. the old people. Let's all sit at picnic tables and chit chat. You can just tell by the pictures. That's not a true like following of craft the craft beer, beer people it will they're getting there um yeah they with definitely this new steer in that direction so yeah which is nice that you have we're finally having them we've had them on the show like once or twice before but yeah now they're actually getting into our styles and mm-hmm. it's nice to represent them a little and bit this is a really unique style that black ipa so yeah i'm really excited mm-hmm. for this one. really excited to try this one and talk about it yeah simple can it's their whole laser series so it's nice to see this guy take the lasers and expand it. There is another version available that Pale and I almost picked up, and it was a hoppy wheat. 
So we've got a black IPA, you got a basic IPA, and now a hoppy wheat. So hopefully we'll have that cool. one on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Somebody with laser beams. Yeah, I like the label. It's just very shiny, um, very clean. I like the three stars at the top of like the label. Like all their labels have that three stars, like from the Hop River logo. Yep. It's just very, you know, just very unique and just, something which that they. The three, the three rivers that you see. Yeah. The three rivers. Yep. The, yep. They got the little waves down there by the Hop River. Uh, three uh-huh. rivers, three stars. It's probably on the Fort Wayne flag, would be my guess. Feels like they've been around for more than four years, because it says established in eighteen. That's about right. But yeah, yeah. I guess that like when we we went there, like we went and were able to stand in the back by the brewery. Mm-hmm. I guess that was that about was four years one of ago. the openings. Yeah, they had everything. One of the, yeah, we were at the opening for it. Well, yeah, yeah, we were. I'm pretty sure we were. Yeah. At the opening. It was so crowded in there. Yeah. You oh couldn't my even, goodness. Like, walk. We, that's why we went to the back. We had to go yeah, in the back where, nobody why, was. where all the barrels were. Like we had yeah. nowhere else to go. <laughs> but remember, with COVID, it's almost like two years of our life. It feels like twenty. Like, but yeah, with COVID, if yeah, last like year was twenty nineteen, right? It's like shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We time warped, so we we like jumped ahead like two years. Yeah, we're Back to the Future. We are right. The color. It is dark, but not dark dark. We are not in space. We're not Dark Knight territory. No, it's definitely got a brown tinge to it. If you look at the bottom of the glass, it has um, not quite red, but it's very brown. I'd say more brown than black. What are you getting, Pale? See, like, I think it's just, you know, from like the last episode, my hazy was a lot darker. I can't see the brown like you are. What? I mean, I see like a little, a little hint well, like of like a tinge, like when you're looking at the bottom. Like I see quite a bit of brown. I no, I don't see any brown at all. Yeah, it must be. You my do glass, have a different. So. Well, yeah, you have that skinny. Yeah, there's. On the, your glass. I think it's the glasses, yeah. probably. Can't drink without my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little well. minority joke. <laughs> <laughs> or minority report joke. I can't see I'm getting a lot of brown, so this is gonna skew again. So you pick your color, I'll pick mine, we'll do the math. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Oh, here, okay, so if I can I do see a little bit of red like at the bottom if I hold it to the light at the right angle. So let, let me take a look here. Mm, like maybe K two SO. Oh, dang. You're way down there. He's in yeah. the dark, dark. Yeah, you dark, dark. I'm like, no. no. So we're going to have to I'm... meet in the middle somewhere. Well, I'd go Obi-Wan. It's robe. Somewhere in there. So we can go meet in the middle between those. That'd probably be either okay. Freddy or Thor. Freddy's fedora. Whichever one Saf has a sound for, we'll go for that. Hold on. I'm still looking for one. <laughs> I got a good one for Freddy, but let me look it up. Oh, they're just both. There's two that popped up that both say Freddy Krueger. So let's just <laughs> eeny meeny and see what it sounds like. 
Look at that was nothing. What's with kids today, huh? No respect. <laughs> That's good. I was hoping for a welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's with kids today? No respect. Or you can just go with uh, the guy from Rick and Morty. The <laughs> oh yeah, that weird little. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you running away from me, bitch? Well, Accurate representation. Oh, you having a bad day? You're a bitch, 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 bitch. Don't you ever call me a bitch in front of the kids. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. A bitch. All right, let's take a whiff. Ooh, that's roasty. That's toasty. Mm-hmm. This is a dark malt. beer. I'm not getting a hoppy sense at all from this, even though it says black IPA. I don't know. We may need to do a little more research on this. Like, is it just, do they take elements of a dark beer and an IPA? Because I think they use the hops from IPA and the malts from a stout. Okay. So you get like a maltier IPA. Because it's definitely that roasty, malty, malty sense that I love. Oh, so much. Usually. I don't know how they did it, but that's usually how black IPAs go. Yeah, I anytime know. I drink these, I just, they taste like a porter. Yeah. To me, like. Yeah, they kind of end up in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> at but porter the, yeah, the, you know, like he I, said, I'm not getting any hops. The, the malt flavor will really drown out the hop unless you got mm-hmm. a ton of hops in there. Mm-hmm. A hazy black IPA. What would that be? Oh, that'd be weird. It'd be juicy. <laughs> it's never been done. It'd be like all grapes. <laughs> grapes. <laughs> grapes and uh, uh, blackberries. I would probably think just tropical because that's what they all usually <laughs> taste like. A tropical malty beer. I'd drink it. I would definitely want to try it. All right, so we got that multi sense, not so much on the hops. What do we got on the tongue? Yeah. He's already drank half of his, but he's got to take another sip to judge. Mm-hmm. My Malt. first impressions, there's not much going on in the beginning. Like, there's really not much to like talk about up front until you get to the end. I, Is there hop finish or no? It's like the, like that. Um, roasty dry resinous finish yep and it, it just kind of like lingers like for three or four seconds to the end this is a porter is what it tastes like to me mm-hmm. however with the hops added the closest beer i can relate this to is a dry irish stout is what it tastes like to me interesting yep. um the uh, summit city Brewworks is that's my dog that's what this uh, brings vibes of. However, I am getting hops on the back end because it ends weird. <laughs> it doesn't end roasty. It ends a bit hoppy. Um, it's a bit of a mind fuck right now. Uh, I because wonder if I want it's like that mold. a mashup of their lasers in the jungle with whatever their it could be stout is that they like the malts from the stout and the hops from the lasers in the jungle, and that's how they came up with lasers in the dark. Hmm. You just merge two recipes together. It could be. 
but yeah, the hops are there. I'm finding it. Yeah, the more you drink, I'm guessing they'll pop out. Yeah. The warmer this gets as I'm about halfway through this, it's it's getting hoppier. So it, it's a two different kind of bitter. So number one, if you don't like the malts, you don't like these porters, you don't like that the mm-hmm. bitterness that's there because the stout really is different. Um, this has more of that roasty, that bitterness, kind of like a nutty type thing. Um, but this just ends hoppy. I just can't get over that. It's just weird. Like I was drinking the the beer we had last week. Um, there was still that that hop flavor just left over in your mouth, but it's mixed with that stout or not stout. Excuse me, with the uh, the roastiness of the porter. It's a good mashup. I love this. This is great. I like I unique that beer f- for your hops only, but it's uh, you only hop twice. <laughs> I made up a new beer for them. I said they have two more Bond beers. <laughs> so if we ever go back to hop another golden, day and live and let hop, we'll have to go back and grab another one for that golden follow up golden era. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely we- weird to me, but I like, I mean, it. I can, it is like a little bit bitter in the beginning, like the more I drink it and then I kind of am getting the hop finish, but I'm just, I'm still getting like the roasty resinous finish. Like, I don't know. I'm just not grabbing the hops like you are, Keith. And maybe maybe like the the experience is just not. It's just on my tongue right now. That bitterness is just laying there. But you might not Mm -hmm. have the porter experience that I do. So, yeah, I don't think that could be it. I I can tell there's a difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Can you guess the ibus or do you need more time for that because we can move on definitely do untapped first yeah definitely not high it's a lower one because it's a different kind of bitter mm-hmm. so it's if it's a hot bitterness rating it'd be low maybe like i don't know 35 well, I, this has got to be lower than what we put you only the other up twice that was 25 I, I think so, because that than beer that, was happier than this one. Unless you're getting bitterness yeah. from the malts, and that's mm-hmm. a whole different thing. But even those, if a basic porter is not, the IBUs aren't no, that high. I wouldn't consider them. It's usually yeah. just the hoppy beers that are through the roof. Well, on Untapped, we have an average of 3.74 with 103 ratings. I have zero friends. I also have zero friends. Uh, Hunt C uh, says dark and fruity, and they gave it a four and a oh, nope three seventy five. Do you get fruit notes in yours? Probably the grape chicken. or raisin or well prunes. Uh, or- a lot of people, yes, when they drink styles like this, that they get that pruny. I know what they're going for. Mm-hmm. I can get it a little bit, but more of those dark fruits, right? It's that dark. It's what it tastes like to some people. Doesn't taste like to others. Like how am I getting the yeah, hops? You... Pale's not getting the hops. He's just tasting a porter. I, I get the the fruitiness. Like some people say the raisins and whatnot, but I hate raisins with a passion. And if this tasted mm. like raisins, I would not be. I would not be drinking this beer. I like raisins. I, I think it's a. I don't know. I'm. Never did like this. They're gross looking, 
Yeah. Sure. They look like little turds. I love grapes. <laughs> I'll eat grapes all day. But if you dry it out. I have one from Kim, or sorry, Tim, Tim K. I was going to say Kim T, but that's not right. <laughs> Kimchi. Uh, and above the middle of the road IPA, very balanced, not overly dominant in one category, very stop, very stoppable eh? and smooth. Very stoppable? Stoppable. <laughs> <laughs> stoppable. 375. It's, Th- you can, ah, I this wonder- isn't very good. I can stop it whenever I want. <laughs> if no, I was gonna say hoppy, maybe auto corrected to stoppable, but that I don't think that makes sense in the sentence, <laughs> right? Hanover G says, If a black Raja had a brother, this brew would be its bud. Birds of a feather hop together. You don't need to travel the world to have some flavor town in your life. 4.75. So I'm not sure what any of those words meant when they were put in that order, <laughs> but that's a very high score. <laughs> I think Raja was referring to Aladdin, but then if Black Raja had a brother, this brew would be its bud. <laughs> so the friend of Black Raja's had a brother. <laughs> it's so convoluted and confusing. Oh my goodness. Uh, Paul R. Not to be confused with our pale R. <laughs> said, not a black IPA fan, but if it was a porter, I'd say it was good. Something that pale would say. Uh, three and a half. That was a black Very IPA. Is a porter. No, it wasn't. The logo's delicious, so give it a five. <laughs> the, yes. the logo is delicious. Up. <laughs> Adam Warlock says, "Huh, for an IPA, there isn't not much hop bitter, hop bite slash bitterness. Good beer, just not sure I'd call it a black IPA. So I'm not sure if it's a, he spelled I typed wrong. Isn't not much would mean there is much. <laughs> Double <I> negatives. <laughs> thought about it, but I think he just mistyped." Right. So there's not much hop bite slash bitterness, which is kind of what you're saying, but it's a good beer, just not a black IPA. You give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. That was the last one on my list. And that is it. So we'll jump back to the top in my most recent check-in. Um, as I said before, uh, it's an odd mashup. This is weird, but from somebody that drinks a lot of porters, a lot of these darker beers... I can get hints of the hops that are trying to come through, but to the average drinker that uh, of these darker beers, it would be Pale's over here for so That's why I'm pointing that He's way. He's over here for me. He's over there for you. <laughs> You're up here. I got dust in there. You're up there. And I'm over here. Anyway, um, I, I can get hints of the hops that come through, so it's a little unique to me, so it adds a double bitterness, but this is the kind of bitterness I can get behind. Because it's not totally hoppy. It's a malty, dark beer type of bitterness. But it's really dry. Um, This is just a dry, dry beer. So like I said, I would allude this more to a dry Irish stout than I would a black IPA. I think it's so hard to get like this little niche of a black IPA that it one of them is going to overpower the other. 
And like that mm -hmm. last guy's post to be like, this isn't a black IPA. I wouldn't call it a black IPA. Like if you put this in front of me, didn't tell me what it was, I'd be like, this is a porter. Mm -hmm. Basic porter. But I like the uniqueness of it and how how they tried it. And I can still get a little bit of the hops. I gave it a 4.25. And within three minutes, Stout Boss liked my post. <laughs> Good. He saw it was a porter. I must like it. It only looks like one. <laughs> I said, tasting a very light porter, but not getting any of the hops. Haven't had many black IPAs, so probably not the best judge of this beer. I gave it a three and a half. So I think this is like the first time I've drank a beer and <laughs> was not really sure if I, this was what it was supposed to be. Like if they were, if they like accomplished what they were trying to do, is this like typically how black IPAs taste? But it was just very odd as like Keith said, um, not a lot going on in the up front and then at the back end, I'm. It was kind of like roasty and a little bit resiny at the end, um, but just not getting like the hops like that you would in like a typical IPA. And I was just really confused, like what is going on? <laughs> it just like kept the more I drank it, the more like the lighter it got, and the more I was losing that like uh, back end that I enjoyed at the beginning. So just very strange. Not sure if this is like what it was supposed to be, but yeah, I think not, an appropriate title would be like what Tom calls his. I would call this "Lost in the Dark" because you don't know what mm. the hell it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's a two times. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. The name's already taken. Can't have it. That's why they got lasers <laughs> trying to find their way in the dark, and all they find mm. are some. Tigers. Bullies. Oh. Some Naj or whatever the tiger from Raja. 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 Aladdin. Yep. Is that from Aladdin? <laughs> oh, that's how Al Aladdin. Yeah. yeah, we're in America. Yeah. Oh, I am. This whole time. <laughs> Aladdin. Prince Ali. Aladdin. <laughs> We are taking this minor break to remind you all that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok at Drink In Geek Out. Most of our socials are done through Instagram. We try to uh, do trickle down of posts to Twitter and Facebook. If you want to get a hold of us uh, or see what we're doing, Instagram is going to be the best thing for you. TikTok is just going to be fun. We're not going to try to be super serious about it, uh, but you can find some of our brewery trips and uh, our craft beer that we've been brewing ourselves on the TikTok. You can also find us on our website, drinkinggeekout.com. There we have our Geek SRM, our Geeky IBUs, our show notes, and other links to find out you know, more about us or how to contact us. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yes, I know you're currently listening to us, but what if you need a new venue? I'm sure we got one just for you. We got merch, t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, and more on Threadless at drinkingeekout.threadless.com and on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash store slash drinkinggeekout. We do have a Patreon. It's not super active, but we do have uh, levels of support that you could help us with. 
uh, starting with like the super geek that gets you a shout out on the show and up to the uber geek we have pretty much forces us to dedicate an episode to you and there's plenty of rewards in the middle uh, as you grow up different tiers you do not have to support us to listen to the show but anything helps since we are free and will continue to be free to provide you the best beer content and geek content out there and now back to the show all right let's talk about them boys them boys and boys we we them boys (laughs) <laughs> the Boys is a superhero television series developed by Eric Kripke for Prime Video, based on the comic book of the same name by Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. It follows the eponymous team of vigilantes as they combat super-powered individuals who abuse their abilities. It is set in the universe where super-powered individuals are recognized as heroes by the general public and work for the powerful corporation Vought International, who we now work for, Mm -hmm. which markets and monetizes them. Outside of their heroic personas, most are arrogant and corrupt. The series primarily focuses on two groups, the seven Vought Premier Superhero Team and The Boys. Uh, vigilantes looking to bring down Vaught and its corrupt superheroes. It is very interesting to try to figure out which side that you have to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which one's for. Very much who's so. good on this show? Nobody. Yeah, there's. Like you, I mean, you would hope. You would hope that there's a couple good, and you you start cheering for a few people on the yeah. show as you go through. Yeah. And then you're totally against two main characters throughout the entirety of the show. Uh, So I guess I'm curious. I love the show. It's it's very violent. It's bloody, but and it's more realistic than like maybe the Marvel movies are because nobody, none of the guys with powers on in the Marvel movie are bad. But you would they people in real life are flawed. They're mm-hmm. very arrogant, and that's what we see on this show. Like, you get the power, and then you just it goes to your head immediately, and you think you can run the world like maybe Homelander does. And he's he's a very flawed character. Uh, he just wants to be loved. Um, but how do you guys feel? Do you guys hate watching the show and regret that I made you watch it? I, I think the first two seasons i like this most recent season it just kind of flipped everything upside down i mean you're, you're still trying to cheer you're still trying to get to the end where it's like the confrontation with homelander they're still trying to build to it it just mm-hmm. got kind of crazy this year like they it they really pushed did. the envelope in the first two seasons and then this third season's like what the fuck am i watching now <laughs> They literally showed <laughs> that they don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't. In season three, they didn't give a fuck Ugh. about anything that was going on. Yeah. yeah. But I, Here, I yeah, loved it. It's, uh, okay, good. It, it's no, a I wild was, ride. It's a wild ride. <laughs> it's crazy. I liked the show also very fun. a lot. And like I, you didn't force me to watch it at all. I wasn't going to watch it no matter what. I like it oh, because... I was forced. <laughs> I know Dustin was forced. Yeah, I Dustin watched forced. it all this week. This week. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why shit. I was curious about your opinion most, because you binged it very quickly, Oof. and I'm like, if he hates watching this, but he's still watching it, I feel bad. Yeah, I was keeping up with it like as the seasons came out, so I've been watching yeah. it for like the last like two or three years. Mm-hmm. It's been on our schedule for like since it came out, because I was like, we need to talk about the show, because it's crazy, yeah. but it is a lot of fun. But it's a show that had to needed to be made, because... 
you like superheroes have like two decisions use it to be like help to help people or to just like use it, their power for like their own personal yeah. gain and just like be in control. And I, and I this think this is like what we're getting with the boys. I think it gives you a third aspect too, pale and it shows corporate America and how mm-hmm. the branding, the yeah, politics. politics behind it. And I have to go do, you know, my PR services here. Like I got to go out and be like, yes, we saved the day. Not the fact that 500 people died or, you know, we got to go out and lie about how Homelander yeah. just went nutso yeah. and fried all these people. But cut a bunch of people's heads off with yeah. his laser eyes. So yeah. it really shows like it, it's a corporation. It, it, it's being run that way. We have to keep our heads clean when they're not. We care about so. the profit margins and like keeping their stockholders happy, not about actually saving people yeah. and all that. Who's trending. And some of the people yeah. that work for them might care. and But as soon as you get involved with this huge corporation then you're you're kind of fucked it's all about Mm -hmm. points yeah like the best example is from season two when homelander and mauve is on the plane the airplane Mm -hmm. and like they just didn't have like the motivation to get everybody off of that plane before it crashed like they just didn't feel like it was Oh, Queen, priority. Queen Maeve tried. Yeah, she did. Queen yeah. Maeve won. Yeah, Queen Maeve was. But then the Homelander's like, oh, sh- if we save them, they're going to spill the beans on like that we let everyone else die. So we're just going to have to kill yeah. them all, <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah. What the video doesn't show is that Homelander's the reason why I was crashing. Yeah, yeah. I know that too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think this show did a really good job of showing collateral damage. Yes. Whereas yeah. a lot of the other superhero movies you kind of get references especially with the uh the accords uh sokovia accords yep where they they tell you these number of people died but you don't actually see anything so it kind of just like implies it's it's, that there's collateral damage yeah it doesn't mean anything where this one you see that these people have to make the quote-unquote tough choice but they don't give a shit. Like a A-tra- train runs through. Yeah, uh, yep. his uh, Robin Huey, <laughs> Huey's yeah. girlfriend Robin, just absolutely destroys. In the her. first episode, that kind of like starts this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, these guys aren't. I mean, they're super powered, but it doesn't mean they're always good. And they're not. They don't really care about collateral damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one. I hope that we don't get too political because we've for six years have said we're not going to get very political <laughs> in our show. But this the show does. The show is. The show. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Mm-hmm. It's very current with the climate. And it yeah, each season is kind of like, like the first te- seasons kind of touches on me too a little bit. And then the second season is more about like uh, gun control and, and Nazism. Well, not. Yeah. <laughs> and like the rise of the. Uh, far right groups like i said it shows you how corporations have to navigate all the rest of this stuff too it's like we have to put this image out here and we're like oh we're gonna do this now and then it's just like yeah it's a snapshot of real life it's just kind of crazy how it all blends so well together and like Vought is kind of like Disney, it mm-hmm. owns everything, and it but it's all it's making movies about superheroes with the superheroes as the star, and it's kind of like the Seven is kind of like the Justice League, and kind of all these things mm-hmm. merge together. I like how they 
are able to do yeah. all that. And the specific merge that is my favorite was Jensen Eccles. He's great. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Yeah. He is Captain America he is so mixed good. with Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He does this Winter Soldier storyline so much better than even the MCU does, I feel yes. like. Yes. He was my favorite. I was rooting for him, even though he was just like murdering people. Yeah. But his, <laughs> his, his was more of like a revenge. Like, these people fucking betrayed me. I suffered for all these years. He's like the perfect villain. I loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. It gives him this whole re. Like, you, you kind of want. Yeah. You. you you feel for him because they give this background and this whole reason, but then but, you also hate him because he's an he asshole too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes. he was horrible to them. So he kind of, you know, yeah, he got what he deserved in that sense, but, but you can't kill clearly, him. Clearly, clearly my favorite character in this entire show. Oh, I was talking about soldier boy. Clearly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's your favorite. I, yeah. He's a mix between my two favorite characters. Yeah. I, I, yeah. In the Marvel industry, he's he's the mix between my two favorites. So I thought you were gonna say like Starlight or something. <laughs> Starlight's the only like redeemable character on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Annie or Kimiko. I love I love Kimiko. Uh, oh love yeah, her. she's so oh, cool. She's probably my number one. Kimiko. Yeah, she's yeah. fantastic. Yes. I always I liked Huey until this season. Yeah. Right. But yeah, the fucking incel bullshit. <laughs> just like oh it makes good for a storyline no it doesn't yeah i'm a big fan of jack quaid he's on star trek lower decks yeah he's mm. also in hunger games he's one of the tributes oh, i've never seen oh. he's also the son of dennis, dennis quaid, quaid and, and meg ryan mm. jinx he owe me a coke <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say for me my character is butcher because the, this season, the depth that they took him to, because yeah, he was just like, so one-dimensional, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit, this guy's got to have a backstory that makes him an asshole. So I love his one-liners. I love that flashback episode. The flashback, yeah, and all that, it's like, oh shit, there's a lot of layers to this guy. And then his relationship with um, Huey, seeing Huey? his younger brother, and yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like... I think all that's very well done. It's like, wow, they're, mm-hmm. there's, they're at depth to this. So I'm curious to see. It's like the, they they still have the revenge. I'm trying to get revenge, but I think they're coming to the realization: when is enough enough? Like, when's yeah, it going to stop? Now we're using superpowers. We hate people that use superpowers, but we're now are we better? Yeah, like, but yeah. Butcher's made that decision. Like, I'm going to be fucking dead in 48 hours or two months or whatever <laughs> it is using this shit. Yeah. So it's like he's like I'm, yeah, well, chips are all in. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. So I, I kind of like that badassness to him. Plus, that's the only one-liners. way. Like you, Ugh, I love it. The only way to yes. like, be on the same level as Homelander is you use the V and just match his strength and yeah, because yeah, you can't fight him. Be a, he'll yeah, just chop you, you in half instantly. What are you gonna? How else are you gonna like? He, go, he's go to toe impenetrable. Yeah, right. I mean, I'll give a real answer. I think the. The combination of Kimiko and Frenchie yeah. oh. is probably like my my favorite combo. Yes, and especially I, I really in season three when you had well. you have the 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 backstory that we didn't know about Frenchie. Mm-hmm. We kind of got hints mm-hmm. that he was into some bad shit, and it's just kind of like the show is about bad people trying to do good against bad people. So Frenchie definitely fits that mold. But you kind of get more of like a 
he was abused his entire life by his father. Mm-hmm. He gets, you know, into a he, better yeah. situation, but he's still abused by the, the person who uh, takes him in and he has to do all these murders for these people. He gets in the, with the wrong crowd. And now he's kind of abused by Carl Urban. Yep. <laughs> in, in this group because yeah. they like, all have daddy issues. Yes. Yeah. All, all of the boys. <laughs> yes. That's that kind of what brings them together. That's why they are boys. <laughs> yeah. I get. I, I guess one would say like MM is very like influential as well. Uh, Mother's Milk. He, mm-hmm. Like his his storyline is very powerful as well. Yeah. Like they really get into it in uh, all these characters yeah. a lot in th- season three, and I yeah. like how they kind of build on their backstory, and we find out oh this is why they're all. It mm-hmm. takes that long to find out why they're all in this group together trying to fight superheroes. I mean, we find out Huey's in the first episode, but it takes a while to find out why mm-hmm. everybody else right. really deep down inside wants to fight this fight. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially Grace Mallory. You find out why she wants she to fight has. this fight mm-hmm. or why she starts fighting this And fight. I love that too because it's like, who is she? Why is she coming in? I'm like, they better build something off of this. And I'm glad there mm-hmm. was like a set of superheroes before and Noir is the carryover. And how he doesn't speak, <laughs> and now we yeah, know why. See, and it's like, like his whole oh my gosh, this is so cool. And plus the little beaver guy that he goes and sees <laughs> the whole character <laughs> that had so me <laughs> thinking. It's sad, but it was with funny. The superpower. At the if his if somebody had the superpower just to create like cartoon characters in the real yes. world, how awesome that would be, and how much <laughs> that would fit this universe. Because I thought that was real at first. I was like, oh, he he can make cartoons. Yeah. But no, it's just like he's got a broken head. Mm-hmm. Just a yes, man. All right. Uh, we've, we've mentioned a lot of names, but we didn't mention any of the actors. I guess I did mention Carl Urban instead of saying Billy Butcher. Oh, when but, you said that, I was going to mention Carl Urban should have been on our bonus round of like people that are influential in the geek realm, whatever. Exactly. Because yeah. he's been in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Judge Dredd. Uh, he's in Star Trek. Yeah. He's in Lord of the Rings. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in a horror film. He, his first film ever was Ghost Ship. Oh, man, I love that movie. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's been around. Uh, let me let me pull him. I have a cast list up with their pictures. Uh, I want to say uh, Giancarlo Espen- mm. Esposito. Oh, that dude fucking is phenomenal, too. Amazing. Uh, he's the perfect Gus Fring. Owens Vaught. <laughs> I heard... He's he wants to be Professor, Professor X. X. Yes, yes he does. <laughs> I'm like, I'll watch that for sure. He's the amazing yeah. actor. Cast him. He's please. amazing, but he's 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 always so cast sinister. as the villain. Yeah, I'm like, you'd be a great Magneto. <laughs> but I would love to see but him play that role. He would of be like great. Flipping his what we're knowing no, for would. and actually no, be a good guy. I'm, for I'm behind it 100. Yeah. percent Absolutely. Right. See that okay. range. So uh, we've already mentioned this is just Carl Urban. And I'm going to try to keep it brief to things that are relevant to us. Yeah. 2002, Ghost Ship. Uh, that'd be the SAF reference. Mm-hmm. And then in the same year, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Next year, 2003, Lord of the Rings, that. Return of the King. Uh, 2004, Chronicles of Riddick. 2004, The Born Supremacy. It's a show that I oh, enjoy. He was, yeah, he's in that He's too. a KGB mm-hmm. uh, guy. 2005, he was in Doom. He was John Grimm in Oop, Doom. We're, Rocktoberfest's coming up. Uh, we're going to see him again. Um, and then 2009 he was in Star Trek and then then the other two Star Trek 
And then in 2010, he was in Red. 2011, he was in Priest. 2012, he was in Dread. 2013, he was in Star Trek Into the Darkness, Riddick, and I guess Walking with Dinosaurs. I don't know what that is. It was a, it's a family film about dinosaurs. He's yeah. just one of the voices. Yeah. Uh, Animated film, I think. Yeah, he was in Pizza Dragon, the Disney film, in 2016. Huh? Star Trek Beyond in 2016. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, and then a couple, I guess, like thrillers. He's in a couple of these. He was a stormtrooper in Rise of Skywalker. So he had, a cam- he had a cameo. Oh, he's one of the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then, yeah, there's a new movie, uh, a Netflix film called Sea Beast that he's in that's released this year. He's a voice actor for. And that's just the movies. That's not. I was thinking, because he's, he's dread. Mm hmm. It would be fun to do a double feature watch along of Judge Dread starring Stallone and then yeah. Dread. They're both like an hour and a half, so it wouldn't be that long, but do those back to back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also was Cupid in Her- uh, Heracles, the Legendary Journeys TV show. And then he also reprised that character and played a couple of characters in Xena Warrior Princess. Mm, another, person, yes. another person that yes. was in Xena Warrior Princess Lucy was was Anthony Starr, <laughs> who played Homelander. Oh, Homelander. Really? Yeah, so I wonder if they met there. Hmm. I saw an article like yesterday that said uh, Carl Urbane still thinks of Lucy Lawless when he is on, playing Butcher on The Boys, so I didn't know they were worked together before. I was like, what is this reference to? Oh, he was on Xena. That's cool. <laughs> I did not know. That's, wow. Damn. I say he's looked familiar. Like I know this guy. What is he in? And Dustin just answered all my questions. He's in everything. I, I remember him he's from in everything. Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Like yeah, he was. Yeah, 100%. he's he's he Heimdall's did, replacement. He, yep. he did the he did the Doom thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he does the, the Doom thing. Guy. Yep. Because he was in Doom. Because <laughs> he's also <laughs> oh in. Doom. Now we know that reference. <laughs> yes. Because I brought that up. I'm like, yeah. he did the Doom pose. Why did he do the Doom pose? Oh, because Nobody's he's in. About it. He probably does it in that That's movie, great. too. We'll find out <laughs> next month. <laughs> Maybe next week. Rocktoberfest is fastly approaching. It really is. Yeah, we still got to get those Oktoberfest beers in line. Let's just speed through this uh, paragraph of... Hold on. Really just covers the actors' names and their characters' names. Yeah, it's it's gonna be quick. Um, all right, so the boys are led by Billy Butcher, which is Carl we just mentioned, uh, who despises all super soups, as they call them. Uh, the seven are led by a narcissistic and violent Homelander, Anthony Starr. At the start of the series, the boys are joined by Huey Campbell, which is Jack Quaid, after a member of the seven accidentally kills his girlfriend, or I guess just negligence kills yeah him. he just runs through because he's on drugs at that point yep uh while the seven are joined by annie january uh her name is starlight and she goes by aaron moriarty and you may have noticed her because she was in season two of jessica jones she was the chick who was framed for the murder mm-hmm. of whatever that was and she spends a lot of time in jail. Jessica Jones has to get her out of the, the prison or whatever. I don't remember how that ends. 
she is a young and hopeful heroine forced to face the truth about those she admire. Other members of the seven include the disillusioned Queen Maeve, which is Dominique. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this because it's Irish. Meligot? Mickelligot? That's what I would go with. Yeah. Mickelligot. Uh, drug addicted A Train, which is Jesse T. Ursher. Insecure. <laughs> Related to the Usher? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Insecure, mm-hmm. The Deep, played by Chase Crawford. Oh, we haven't even mentioned him. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he is yes. a fucking idiot. Fucking weird. Uh, He's so dumb. The <laughs> mysterious Black Noir, but we don't actually see his main character, Nathan Mitchell, until the flashback in season three. The supremacist Stormfront, Aya Cash. The boy, uh, is she part of the original seven? She came No, in she's, second, she comes into season, season two. Yeah. Season two, yeah. To replace... Because they mm-hmm. fire a couple of people. Yeah, the Deep is one of them. And a- well, A-Train might still be, but he doesn't have his powers anymore. A-Train is still in the yeah the group for now. Yeah, The boys are rounded out by tactical planner Mother's Milk, which is Laz Alonzo. Alonzo, sorry. Laz Alonzo. Weapon specialist Frenchie, which is played by Tomer Capon. And superpowered test subject Kamiko, which is played by Karen Fukuhara, overseeing the seven is is Vought executive Madeline Shu. I mean Madeline Stillwell, <laughs> Elizabeth Shu, <laughs> played by Elizabeth Shu, who is in the Karate Kid, in Back to the Future. Aforementioned, oh yeah, in the Back to the Future, hmm. yeah. Well, too. Who who is later succeeded by the publicist Ashley Barrett, played by Colby uh, Minifee, who also was in Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. But a very minor role. Um, other super individuals include Victoria Newman, played by Claudia Dumit. She has a very pivotal role in the movie. She's the head popper. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a congresswoman who publicly opposes Vought while secretly uh, assisting the corporation. And then we have Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh, Soldier Boy up in his. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> that has an i in it as, uh, oh. instead of a y oh i see okay um played by jensen ackles who we had on the show with bloody valentine and he is was he the, the same one i thought he was the other one. Oh no the, it's this guy <laughs> uh <laughs> which was he was vought's premier superhero and papa homelander yeah I've never seen a second of Supernatural. I couldn't even tell you what it's about, but I think he's fantastic in this r- yeah. role. So it kind of makes I me want to watch it, but there's like 35 seasons. Yeah. yeah. So I watched yeah. I watched three seasons just to make sure that I got to the one chick, the uh, Black Canary that's in Arrow. She was mm, yeah, in yeah. the show as Rose. And so I made sure I watched that little bit because I wanted to you know, see what it was about. But every episode's the same. It's the same old yeah. trope. It's <laughs> bad things happen. They get called in. They solve bad thing. Yeah, it's one and of the procedural then, things where it's just yeah. a formula. So yeah. once you've seen one, yeah. you've kind of seen them all. But there's like a one story happening in the background. Yeah, exactly. There's a story that's happened in the background. And that entire story encompasses the entire season. <laughs> and yeah. it's basically like that one storyline could have been resolved in the one episode. If they just talked and <laughs> yeah. dealt with it. Mm-hmm. 
and I guess it's like the the way to get a season to continue past one season mm-hmm. is to bullshit it for thirteen years. <laughs> yeah, that show was on for a long time. Yeah, and Shh. it's a lot of fan people. You know, like fan people love that show. Yeah, it, I I mean I enjoyed it for the short. Do they amount have of time powers that I on there, it. or are they just investigating? Like what they're um, they don't have powers no. But they have... I thought they were superheroes. I had no idea. I literally have no idea what that show is about. So Supernatural is just about like the the underworld, demons, all this stuff coming into the... It's kind of Buffy. Yeah, it's like Buffy. They, But they they don't have any powers. They just have the knowledge and know-how how how to survive. X-Files, maybe. Yeah. The, exactly it's it's just like x-files allison will tell you it's like x-files you have the <laughs> you have because she watched every single episode you have the, the as you said the formula you do this mm-hmm. you solve the, you solve this problem and then you have this underlying story in the background but okay. really all they, they all they do is they just know how to defeat a specific kind of demon and then they overcome the adversities that they have they know how to kill these things just by learning and doing the things. They don't yeah, have any special there's powers. There's big books and shit. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. it, I would get bored with it for yeah, after sure. one season, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I like I'm surprised I made like it. it. <laughs> I'm surprised I made it three seasons, but I wanted to see Rose. I wanted to see <laughs> Cassidy, uh, whatever her name is, from Arrow. I just wanted to see it. I don't know. So the first season depicts the initial conflict between the boys and the seven is motivated by Butcher believing Homelander caused his wife Becca's disappearance. While Homelander and Stillwell conspire to receive government support for superheroes, the boys attempt to stop them by uncovering Vought's secrets. Initially unaware of each other's affiliations, Huey and Annie muddle the conflict when they enter into a romantic relationship, despite Butcher's distrust of her. Okay, that's a pretty simple season it, yeah, it really obviously a lot happens but <laughs> yeah it really gets wild later in the later seasons and this is just like the the foundation for what's to come and then elizabeth shoe dies at the end that's that's pr- pretty much the best episode where he everything lasers comes to head finally yeah he laser her eyeballs through yeah. her brain he's got and this gr- gross obsession with like sucking on her titties and drinking her milk <laughs> which comes back <laughs> in season three when he's like milking a cow I, I was like why is this happening why is he drinking this cow's milk oh yeah <laughs> that also in season two when her office is being overturned and she had like a bottle of her breast mm-hmm. milk in the uh in the refrigerator of her office and he just <laughs> drinks it yeah it's so nasty he doesn't have any lips how does he drink <laughs> <laughs> he's got the ugly the worst lips in cinema he just pours it down his gullet <laughs> <laughs> second season in the, uh, the yeah the, the twist with becca being alive uh, was oh yeah interesting and then like having homelander's son yeah was also because that was like the final episode we find out all this shit yeah and then it's like there's a big fight on the lawn with homelander and butcher there's one part of season one that I had the biggest fucking problem with, and I hated it, and I, I still haven't gotten over it yet. <laughs> when I probably don't even remember it. When the uh, it's been so long, right. it's been like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And you Haley, watched it three days ago. I watched it three days ago. When when Mesmer <laughs> or Haley Joel Osment. Oh yes, yes, yes. I liked his character. He tells on mm. 
<clears throat> he tells on the the boys. Mm-hmm. Because he wants he, to get he, back into seven. He just wants to get back into seven. He literally just shows pictures to Homelander and tells him basically what was up. Homelander destroys the phone immediately. So how does in the next episode when he brings everybody together, he have pictures to show them that these people are involved? They're saved in the iCloud. Okay. Further, how would he have Mesmer's stuff? <laughs> <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, he literally had no proof that any of this happened. He just had a picture of Huey up on the board, and then Huey yeah. and, and their relationship just absolutely crumbled. What did he say that had any proof that there was any wrongdoing, that he had any involvement? It was just he had a picture up on the board, and he said, oh, he did this thing. He killed... Um, Buttfuck, or whatever his name was, translucent. <laughs> oh, that was great. That, <laughs> but, yes. I completely I forgot, forgot about, about that until he said it. <laughs> oh. He literally, literally had zero proof about any of the things. He had no yeah. pictures, no videos of this happening. All he said was, oh, yeah, Huey's doing it. And then everybody's like, oh, fuck your boyfriend. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. So it was 100% correct, but there's no proof. There's no proof. I. I'm trying. I I don't remember this exactly, but I'm just putting on what I know from Homelander in season three. Back to then, people just agree with Homelander no matter what because he's so powerful. They don't care if he right. has proof or not. They're yeah. just like, oh yeah, yeah, we're all on your team because you're going to kill us if we don't agree with you right now. Oh, but I, I don't, don't know I, if I, that's I, like foreshadowing or if I'm just right. Like I totally, I totally understand to that. that aspect. And at that point in the show, we don't know that yet. Yeah. Uh, Starlight is still part of the seven. Star part mm-hmm. of trying to fit in, but you 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 would have to think like Homelander. What are you basing this off? Of? <laughs> you have a picture of, of a, some a random guy. A random could guy be anybody. that happens to be Starlight's boyfriend. Maybe you have jealousy problems. Maybe yeah. you just like we're trying to break them up. Like I don't. I don't. I me as a consumer. I didn't understand how the entire team was outraged and then how she was outraged with him about this photo. Everything that he said was 100% correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and he just happens confront- to be right. And she confronted him about it and he didn't tell her any lies. He's like, that. Yeah, that's accurate. But at what point did she have to go hit the bottom of the bottle because her boyfriend <laughs> happened to be a picture that was on this other guy's phone? showed up. Yeah, there's... <laughs> That that entire scene bothered me. It was it was kind of like the first like instinct to me saying like everyone's just gonna fucking listen to Homelander no matter what. Yeah, and I think that may be the point, but I I can't That's remember because I don't remember that scene very yeah. well. But uh, like we just listened to Homelander. He's the leader of the team, and he will kill us if we don't follow along. So yep, everything he says, we just say yes because <laughs> that's how it ends up in the later what yeah. in season. By the time we get to season three, it's like yeah. You're you're in charge, yes, whatever. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if we say no to you, we've seen what happens to other people, unless they have like some collateral on you. Oh, and then the deep gets kicked out of the seven. Yeah, that was fucked up. Like <laughs> what he does, not him getting kicked out. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like and his then, thing, I guess. So he just like rapes everybody that comes through there. Yeah, it's like his hazing thing. Basically, what he tells Annie in like season, the first episode of the second episode is like, yeah, this is part of uh, being part of the team. So 
get to get to doing. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking. <laughs> I did not like that part. I did not like that either. I, but yeah. I do like how they take his character. He he's just the dumbest man alive, essentially. Yeah. He's <laughs> just trying to suck up. Like I want to be loved again. I yeah. Want to be part of the team, and he'll do anything. And he's still just a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Homelander keeps making fun of him because he fucks an octopus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is so funny oh, the way so they take weird. that character. Aquaman. <laughs> yes, he's Aquaman. making make him yeah. eat that octopus. He's like, oh God, he, that scene is tense. Oh, oh, I fucking I hated it. I couldn't really watch it. He's like, I was so he's, sweaty. He's begging. He's begging. Yeah. Him. He's praying right now. <laughs> yeah. You can see his sad eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's like pushing on his lips to try to yeah, not like go to in. Get out. To try to not get eaten. I'm like, oh my god. That was intense. Yeah. A lot of uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. Which I can see why people don't like the show for stuff like that. Where there's a lot of uncomfortable. There's a lot of stuff that you don't want to think about. But I right. do like the way they do it. It's yeah, it's very effective the way they do it. Like it's supposed to make you uncomfortable and it works. In the second season, the boys continue their efforts to defeat Vought in spite of being wanted by the government. A new development in the conflict arises when Butcher teams or Butcher learns Vought is holding Becca captive with a superpowered son fathered by Homelander. While Butcher attempts to rescue his wife, Stormfront, a new superhero with a secret past, joins the Seven and subtly promotes her message throughout the world with the hopes of convincing an unwitting Homelander to lead soups to world domination. I like that addition of Stormfront and then like learning that she's actually a Nazi and then how people start to turn on her and then you've got all the weird fuck scenes of her and Homelander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The beginning of one of the episodes, they just like fucking he has he's holding a guy and so she just like starts caressing his <laughs> Yeah. He just like destroys his skull. It smushes and they just, yeah. And they just fuck on his dead corpse. <laughs> this God. is one of the most violent shows I've ever seen. Like people's heads are popping left and right. The uh-huh. boys are constantly covered in blood of just random victims. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how they get away with all that shit. Speaking of popping yeah. heads, isn't this where we're introduced? That's the to season, the, yeah. Um, the senator or whatever she ends up being. Yeah, we don't find out who she is, who's right. doing it until season three, but in season two is when it starts happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty when, cool reveal. So yeah, I was not was expecting nice. that. Yeah, with all the whistle blowing that was going on, like you see. You know, for whatever reason, this person is just out there to stop everything. And like the like Vought could have gone down so many times if it wasn't for this person who's going against Vought. <laughs> we should say uh, spoilers <laughs> for the boys who haven't, haven't seen, seen it. <laughs> but at this point, I think we spoiled every major thing. So maybe yeah. put that at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Clearly, you wouldn't be watching this if you hadn't yeah. seen the show. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> sometimes people just don't care about spoilers, yeah. and sometimes I, they do. Put in the show notes. We will yeah. spoiler spoiler this season. It's whole everything that's happened so far. 
Right. Spoiler alert. Uh, this is probably the saddest. Uh, the last episode is good, but it's also sad because uh, Becca dies for real this time. Yes. And killed by her son. Yeah. And then that all builds in season three with like Butcher and the son. Yeah. And then back to Homelander. So it looked like to me that it was Stormfront who still killed her. Yes. But Mm -hmm. uh, it just made it look like he couldn't save her in time. Because when he hit her with the the beam to stop her, it ripped her throat out because she had a grip of the throat. And she tugged it out as she was being blown away. Because she literally was just like half her throat. Mm -hmm. There's nothing she can do. And if it was a blast from her, the kid, it would be cauterized. That's true. Very true. Because Stormfront was all cauterized. Yeah, she was burnt to shit. (laughs) (laughs) Missing limbs. And I like how that story resolves itself in the third season as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was was tired of being raped by Homelander Mm -hmm. and put herself out of misery. And then, uh, what helps? Uh, oh, season two is when he had the the doppelganger, where Who? he would doppelganger the B lister that would become uh, Madeline Stillwell, and he would just like suckle on her teeth, and then she would just like, oh yes yes he's yeah. like some old dude she'd change back and he's like oh, I'm, I'm sorry he's like change back <laughs> oh, I forgot about that's that. right yeah yeah because because there's like that. Uh, institute or where like superpowered people are kept. Oh yeah, isn't that mm-hmm. season two? Yeah, that's and a different like, different part. Of the Stormfront, the part of mm-hmm. yeah, that's where you meet um, uh, Bobby Drake. I mean, not Bobby Drake. Sorry, I was thinking Iceman, but not Iceman. Lamplighter. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Sean Sean Ashmore. I thought Lamplighter was a, a pretty good, decent uh, storyline too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. Because you kind of give uh, like a a good idea of like Frenchie's character based on learning about Lamplighter. Yeah. Because Frenchie and I guess Frenchie is just in this because of Lamplighter. Like Frenchie's main like gets into the involved with the the Colonel, and then one of his first gigs is Lamplighter, and so now he's part of the boys Soup, yeah. to take down Soups because of Lamplighter. Mm-hmm. And then is that. Season two is also with the big whale scene, isn't it? With the boat, the beach yeah, whale. Yeah, yeah. the beach whale. <laughs> yeah, that's one we of the things I remember most that. from season two. We didn't even talk about the deep where yeah. he went through uh, like conversion therapy. Essentially, he's, a, he's in a cult essentially, and then he escapes from the cult. Yeah, then he date he marries uh, Cassandra, who is a. Ugh. A Stanford professor who's like manipulating him yeah, essentially. Yeah. Katie Breyer is the funniest person. <laughs> She's great. Like yeah. how she like manipulates him to get so she can just get power based on because he's an idiot and you she can just like mold that? him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's feeding him all of his lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've touched on season three, so I'll just read this real quick. Uh, the show's third season takes place a year after the events of the previous season. The story follows the titular boys now working uh, while well, Huey works for Victoria Newman's Bureau of Superhero Affairs to apprehend problematic soups. 
having been at peace with the seven. However, the conflict is reassumed when once Butcher begins to investigate the truth about the apparent death of Soldier Boy, one of Vought's first American superheroes, with the hope of killing Homelander for good. Meanwhile, Homelander's mental stability begins to deteriorate as Vought attempts to restrict his power while other seven members, such as Starlight and Queen Maeve, assist the boys in their plot against him. Yeah, as we said a few times, this one's huge because we've learned so much about all of the characters in this one. Yeah, it's crazy how long... It, well, we get like bits and pieces in the first season, but yeah. this is where we get kind of like in the season, main... In season two... In season two, we hear quite a bit about Mother's Milk story, um, mm-hmm. about why he hates uh, Super... But uh, then we find out his whole so- Soldier Boy story, and then we're like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. And now he's got ADHD, and he's got to like turn off the oven the three times yeah. in a row. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because we, yeah, we kind of get yeah we kind of get like hints of it because when they go to talk to um one of the one of the somebody in South Carolina about the story of uh, Liber- Lady Liberty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he kind of has to tell her his history with soups so that she tells her story with the soups and that's when they find out that Stormfront's a problem. But that's really all that you get. And then later in season three, you kind of get like the full story about why he's having such a fucking problem and Soldier Boy is the basis of our problem and he blames himself for killing his his grandfather. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely interesting having an entire team of soups that kind of tricked him and got him killed and so then like you kind of brute for him that he's yeah. just getting his revenge. Um, I think the gnarliest death was in the um, the hero chasm. Oh god! <laughs> there's so many deaths in that episode. There's so like many deaths. Thirty deaths. Which one are you referring to? Yeah. I think there's only. I think they only count twelve, and they're not counting the tick because they can't find him. Because <laughs> Homelander smooshes him. Yeah, Homelander steps on him. Help me, help me, squid. <laughs> oh yeah, we see him in the first episode. Oh, that dude's dick in, into billions of people. <laughs> shouldn't, have done, shouldn't have done the cocaine. No, before going in there to stroke him off from the inside. That was Ugh. incredible. That's not your. Uh, and then I love craziest death. Yeah, no, that, that was my that craziest is... death. Is when he sneezed and. Exploded that dude. Close. I don't know. There's so many. It would be hard to choose one. I just love how Butcher like puts him in the bag of coke and is like just shaking him up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, I the funniest joke was like, oh, he did blah blah. blah. He he did that with the you know just overdosing him. And uh, Jack Quaid was like, yeah, but this is a little amount of coke. Yeah, (laughs) it's not his fault. He's a little person. (laughs) He's not his fault. He's a little. Um, uh, speaking of all that, another key note to mention, Sean Patrick Flannery. Oh God. I did not recognize him. Gunpowder. I know. He looked rough. I had to look him up. I was like, oh shit, that's the guy from Boondock Saints? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Looks rough. Um, so he's, he's a problem that's going to take care of. Blue Hawk is a problem. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought the best death was his death when A-Train just fucking drugged him. Yeah, he just yes. uses his last because he only has like the next time he runs fast, his heart will explode. Yeah, and so he uses it to shred that guy. Yeah, that was well worth it. However, his brother didn't see it that way. No, uh, but then which... he gets the heart of that bad guy, and then now he can run again. 
but yeah, he's a piece of shit kind of because he he did kill uh, Huey's girlfriend in the first episode, and he yeah. doesn't care about that. But then once his brother gets hurt, he's like, "We can't just let people kill people." He's like, "You killed you plenty of people. You, did. you didn't care when you were doing it." Like I love I that scene. A, I think that's a combination of kind of like waking up and seeing like the injustice that's yeah. happening uh to you know the black neighborhoods yeah. and like blue hawk is being a problem and the only reason why he's saying anything is because his brother is brother is something. yeah yeah i just kind of wish that i understand why they didn't but i kind of wish that he would wake up sooner and you know kind of be a little bit more of an advocate in these situations but it wouldn't suit his character yeah, they give him the chance, and then he rats him out immediately to Homelander. Like he could be the good guy and join the boys, but instead, he yeah. as soon as uh, Starlight is like, "Okay, we gotta take him down," and then whoever that other dumb shithead is, that yeah, supersonic, I think, <laughs> uh, he goes and rats him out, and it's like, "Oh, you should help us too," and then he dies. There's a lot going on in this season. <laughs> There's a ton. Not to mention the the whole Russian storyline. Just intense. And I thought Kamiko was going to die. Oh, yeah. The little Nina story. Yeah. And then she, she loses her powers and then... Gets them back? Gets them back, mm-hmm. yeah. So Soldier Boy just temporarily knocks her powers. No, like, she gets idle. the she gets the blue... She gets vo- the Compound V back. Yeah. Because Starlight steals the Compound V and then she, t- she, she shoots it back up so she gets her powers back. Uh, but yeah. I must have missed that. I watched so much. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like episode six or seven mm-hmm. where Starlight breaks back into Vought, steals the compound V, and then gives it to Kimiko to shoot it back up so she has her powers back. And she finds her place and she embraces who the she powers is. Aren't the problem. Yeah. Like, it's just, you gotta be good. She, she's killing people without the power. She was, like, yeah. cutting people up when she sees Frenchie's in danger she starts just killing people immediately even though she's got like a huge gash on her stomach uh i'm trying to look through the character list to see if there's like any ones that we really didn't touch on i feel like we did mention or kind of hint at yeah every single one of these characters Mm -hmm. i think the deep was the main one we were missing that we caught i think queen mave is also one that we didn't yeah we didn't really spoke a lot about her she's kind of like the wonder woman surrogate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah the 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 bisexual that like she's getting like mislabeled and like bullied into being a lesbian and like she's just not understanding because she's in front of pr like all the time that her girlfriend doesn't want to be in front of. yeah she doesn't want to she didn't choose this life yeah and she's got it out for homelander because homelander is like ruining her life. Exactly. We didn't really talk about Giancarlo Asposito. Did he die? Like he kind of fell off after like the sixth episode or something. No, uh, he's I'm, still still there. I must have missed. I it. thought the one head popper popped him. Or did you? She killed her own father. Yes, so. she did. That's right. To the please home later. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because the episode she... I didn't want. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I don't care. I just know that she he was like out the door and he was Yeah, because like, she had to make a deal with Homelander or Homelander yep. would have killed her. And, and so, her kid. Yeah, and so, so I, I saw the episode of her shooting her daughter up with... Yeah. I think it's the episode after that, I would guess. 
Uh, I will mention, I don't know, did you guys watch The Boys Presents Diabolical? No, I did not. The animated I not. series? I did. I've seen them all. It, it's great. It's so Every good. episode's a different animation style, so we go through like Acme, uh, Animaniac style, and then we've got... Rick and uh, Morty, Justin Roiland. He does an episode. He voices <laughs> some characters, too. Yeah. It's great. We've got Saturday morning cartoon style. we got anime style. There's eight episodes. And it's worth like a watch. 15 minutes at most. Yeah, they're Sounds like 15 minutes. you got to watch it. It's so good. And then they announced in September 2020 they're going to do a spinoff called The G-Men. Um, it was announced this would center on a superhero college that it was fast-tracked in development upon the rating success of the series. Uh, described as being part college show, part Hunger Games, the spinoff is to be set at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes and run by Vault International. It's described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. Competing for the best contracts in the best cities on October 2020 Kripke stated that the series would be focused on the G-Men a team of uh, from the comic series that is a parody of the X-Men hmm. so it's kind of learning learning the superpower you're out I'm, d- I'm down oh you're down <laughs> I was like I mean if you like X-Men or the boys you'll probably be into it uh, but they're learning their powers and trying it, it sounds like it's going to be a good show where they're competing to be like in the best market or whatever to be like, I want to be in Gotham because that's where Batman is. Right. Or whatever. Like that type of thing where you want to be, it's got to be where publicity. Where am I getting the most yep. likes? Yeah. Yep. Where, where am I visible? Yep. Absolutely. Sounds like it'll be fun, but it, obviously it was delayed your due to COVID. So, who knows? Hopefully the show is still coming because that was in 2020 is the last time we've heard any news from the show. And that was pre-COVID. Mm. But the the Boys Season 3 seems to be a big hit and it doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. So I think it'll keep going. It's really the only thing Amazon's got going before besides the marvelous Miss Maisel. So is it going to end up being like the Umbrella Academy where they just run out of comics and so they just have to start writing their original <laughs> stuff? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I haven't followed the boys' comics, so I don't know how. If there's a bunch of spinoffs like, like The Walking Dead and shit does. Yeah. Right. Still going. <laughs> the Walking Dead original has it ended. Has. Yes. But there are still two spinoffs. I stopped watching Walking Dead about season eight, so I have no idea. Because the spinoff was a prequel. <laughs> That's about when I stopped. And I think the prequel just caught up to the. To, to the main, because the, the main guy's back. The other guy from Boondocks or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Morgan. Yeah. Cool. All in all, I think you should watch this. I, if I you're okay it. with violence and yeah. gore. There are, and it's like political satire and meta commentary on like actual society. And if you like superheroes, but you're kind of against campiness, like this is your this is your shit. Yeah, for sure. If blood doesn't make you hurl, yeah, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. 
every episode somebody gets covered in blood it seems like. oh yeah i think uh after watching the third season that uh jensen eccles should be casted in something much bigger yeah um, he should have his own like show, there's like three like, like really major characters i can think of that he'd be great at like captain america batman wolverine yeah, like, there were actually I saw an article that said that Anthony Starr, after doing Homelander, should probably get his own like act like movie he's stuff. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's really. He, oh, he absolutely should. Because him and him and uh, Kurt, uh, Carl Urban are from New Zealand. They're three years apart, but Carl Urban has so many more movies, and <laughs> yeah. so many more TV shows than him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah. I, I like the show it. a lot. I recommend it. I like it's very it's a different take on superheroes and like what corporate America can can do and like kind of evil shit that they can come up with and you find actually root root against the superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you Which start to not like, root against the other guys too and then you lose your, then, yeah, yeah, then your you moral high ground like who I don't know what's Nobody. happening anymore. <laughs> There's no good or Who's bad. Who's the guys. least bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the most redeemable at this point? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back again to talk about boys. There, it doesn't seem like they're stopping anytime soon, but it might be a while. Yeah. Just give us some more time to make more content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned for our uh, what's it called? Doom watch along yeah, for <laughs> Rocktoberfest. Yeah, we'll get some. Carl Urban talk points in there. Nice. But until then, drink, drink up, up, drink up, and, and geek out. out.